0: Hi! Welcome to Dead Academy Podcast. I'm Fallon. And I'm Michelle. And that's Jacob Woof. We have got a super fun episode for you guys today, I think. A little bit of mystery, a little bit of murder, a little bit of uh, unexplained death. And let's see what else we have. Um, What are you doing, Michelle? (laughs) I'm pulling up my story. Oh, okay. I'm just getting ready, but, you know.
1: I have. So, how was your week? Yeah, uh, it's been, uh, it's been busy at work, as usual, but I do have to give a shout out. Yep. Last night, me and a group of friends went to a haunted house mm-hmm. because it's that time of year. We fucking love them. Fallon did not go. I have not felt well. Which she missed out. Big time. So, we are from Cincinnati-ish area, mm-hmm. and there is a haunt that's newer called Brimstone Haunt, and it's somewhere around, way in between, like, Waynesville and Wilmington.
0: They said it's close to the Renaissance Festival property. Yeah. Um, you need to go check it out. Yeah, if you guys are in the area, I've heard nothing but like killer reviews from this place. It's incredible. Like I had a blast and I'm
1: a I'm a chicken shit, so I got the I mean, I one of the things that you go through is called psychosis. I got the ever-living shit scared out of me from the time I walked <laughs> into it till the time I walked out. I have never been so terrified.
0: Yeah. In a haunted house. They like, had such a fun time that they're actually going to go back with me next weekend. Hopefully I'm feeling better to do it then. So I'm I'm super stoked. Oh. Because I hate walk through shit. Like I love haunted houses, but I hate when I have to walk through them because it just scares me even more. I can't see shit. I can't hear anything. I don't like tight spaces. I'm paranoid you, as it is. You, my
1: friend, are in for a treat. Yeah. All right. Because last weekend we went to one, I got shot. <laughs> yeah. By <laughs> a pressurized air gun. I got fucking shot. Yeah. Right in the, the stomach. It was hilarious. It took me back. So last week I got shot. This or last night I, I got crushed. Mm-hmm. So for you not to like tight spaces, oh man, there was one thing I haven't told you about. You're going to have fun with it. Yeah. No, but it's, it, you should just go check it out. I mean, it's, you get three things yeah. there's a hayride, there's, um, a haunted forest walk, and there's this little shack. <laughs> I keep calling it a shack because it's tiny. When you look at it, it's super tiny. But, but that's the best out of the three. Oh,
0: my gosh, yes. So it, check it out, Brimstone Haunt. It's in southern Ohio. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, and it's, it.
1: you get three things, and I think it's decently priced. I mean, it's $27.00. To do all three with a normal ticket or if there's a shit ton of people there and you don't like waiting in lines you can pay an extra twenty dollars on top of that and get like a line jump ticket
0: which is what we always do because fuck waiting in line oh yeah i'm not a patient line waiter especially out in the cold peasants yeah <laughs> <laughs> those peasants with the well, 27 you just ticket feel,
1: you feel something special like when you can just walk right in front of the line like I'm going before all of (laughs) y'all. I know. (laughs) I know you've been waiting for hours. We just
0: got here. So, bye.
1: (laughs) And, I mean, it's pretty quick. To do all of it, I think it took us a little over an hour. Mm -hmm. But we were also... It was cold. So, we was kind of in a hurry. And uh, it's a good time. You should definitely check it out. Brimstone Hot. You still have... By the time end. this
0: gets posted, you'll have two more weekends I think. to yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Check it out, though, because everyone that went last night immediately wrote me this morning and was like, Oh my God, you missed it. It was such a great time. It was blah, blah, blah. It was just the, the best. So, yeah, you'll hear my review next weekend. Yeah. Because I'm going. I don't want to give
1: too much away, but it, it's definitely worth the money.
0: Okay. Like, definitely. Well, I kind of want to just hop right into this because... My story a little bit longer, <clears throat> and I want to be able to have time to do both of them. I have two stories. Well, I like to chit chat. Well, I know, but all right. What else do you want to talk about? Um, <laughs> I got, I got nothing. Yeah. So should we just go <laughs> ahead and jump right in, like I just Ooh, fucking oh I do have something.
1: What? I watched Three from Hell. Oh, okay. So movie review time. Yeah. I, I look. I am. I'm a movie buff. I, this is this we, is my thing. And we love Rob Zombie. Yeah, and you know a lot of people don't, and I, ugh,
0: I don't get it. He has a, his 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 movies are a very special, um, design and well, here's script. the deal.
1: You kn- I know They're off the unique. rip. He's not making a movie to be winning Oscars and shit. He's They're making not blockbuster hits. Freak he's, you out
0: and show you the crazy side of people.
1: Yeah. So knowing that ahead of time, like you know it's. I don't know. I enjoy them. So, Three from Hell just recently came out. Uh-huh. And me and my friend Brad, our friend Brad. What's up, Brad? We, on our lunch break, ran over to Walmart <laughs> and bought our shit while I watched it today. <laughs> and it's, uh, if you like Devil's Rejects, you should like this one. I mean, it's very similar. And... Even just with the plot, like how Devil's Rejects is laid out, this one follows pretty
0: close to that. Yeah, it's uh, well Richard breaks in it, and I love Richard Break. Richard breaks in a lot of it. Well, I'm definitely gonna watch it and he, today. He's he you don't fuck it. with him. Yeah, <laughs> that's what <laughs> no, I loved well, about a, him in Thirty One.
1: He's uh yeah. He's I'm not, not
0: crazy. I'm in control. Fuck yeah.
1: That's yeah, well, cool. he was like the main guy in Thirty One. He's not he plays a very vital role in this one. Mm-hmm. And it's just uh it's I think it's a fun watch. I'm I'm a big fan of Devil's Reject, so if you haven't checked it out yet, I I think you should. I mean if we're going on a scale of one to ten, ten being good, I'd give it a solid seven. I was gonna say you're pretty, yeah. I was thinking seven. I don't feel bad for spending my money on it. Jacob. But yeah, that's Six. three from hell. Check it out. That that's probably all I have.
0: But I don't wanna give anything away in the movie or nothing. Well, I guess I can say one more thing before we start. Um, we are working on a documentary about the Carrie Culperson case and we're gonna it's gonna be big. So I can't give away too much because I want people to be surprised and anxious and excited to see it and hear it. Um, So there is going to be an audio documentary part through the podcast and there's going to be a side bit. Podcast. Like side. what the fuck? uh, Did I say podcast? You did. I did. Podcast. (laughs) Uh, Excuse me. There's going to be bonus material which will feature like pictures, video, more audio, interviews, all that kind of stuff. It should be up. I'm working on it now but I want to take my time with it because I want it to be good and I want to be respectful of her family and you know, do this properly. So, um, keep your eye out for that. I'm sure I'll be bringing it up again. Um, but yeah, keep your, just stay, stay, uh, stay tuned with us. So, are you ready, Michelle? Yeah. Would you like the long story first or the short one first? Do you want me to go first? If you want. Whatever we want to do. Is yours bad? Mm. No, I mean, no, I definitely told worse. Okay, because mine aren't, mine are bad, but they're not like, friend Matt bad. Matt. <laughs> Mine is not either. We got a lot of comments about Matt's yeah. episode. <laughs> Good comments. Like, it fucked people up. But yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to last week's episode. Um, it's called Bummerville for a reason. Yeah, welcome to Bummerville. And that's exactly where we will take you in last yeah. week's episode. But yeah, go ahead. Why don't you start? You want? Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: I have, let me just ask, have you heard of a guy
1: named Jake Bird? I dated a guy named Jake Did Bird. Did you? No. Huh. I'm so sure. no. No. I haven't heard of Jake Bird either. Which I'm doing this
0: podcast, I realize there's not a lot of fucking people I've heard about. Like, I, I mean, Yeah, well, like, that's why we do the ones that you haven't heard about. Like, okay, I've been asked before if we'll do John shit, wow. excuse me, John Wayne Gacy and Jeffrey Dahmer. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do them. But, I mean, what more can I tell you that you don't already know? Right. But yeah, I'll do it. Fuck it. <laughs> Go <laughs> well, on. I did not do that this week. Okay. It,
1: this guy's name is Jake Bird. Okay. And I only found his name because I'm not big on the ghost TV shows, like the ghost hunting shows. I will watch them if I'm bored for pure entertainment purposes. Yeah. But Ghost Adventures, I loved it when it was like. Exactly. Yeah. Like when it was seconds. a new thing. Mm hmm. Well, this October, he has a mini-series special of... It's called Ghost Adventures Serial Killer something. Yes. So Has it came out yet? It it has. It's for only this month. How many episodes are for this month? I think it's like... I don't know. Fuck, let's ask Josh to download it. I have it on... I found it on... Oh, my God. I don't have cable TV, so... Oh, I have the Sling app, so... It's on the Travel Channel. Okay. And...
0: I love the Travel Channel.
1: I found, because there's already episodes aired, so I have got those recorded. I haven't watched them yet, but I found this guy's name from that show. So he's going to these places, like the first episode, he goes to try to conjure up H.H. Holmes. Fuck yeah. And then that one, he goes to the prison that John Wayne Gacy was uh, executed at. Are there people still in that prison? I don't know. I haven't watched the show yet.
0: Like, how does he get... How does... How it's the travel channel. How do do all
1: this shit? The travel channel? Why can't we do all this shit? Because we're not on the fucking travel channel. He's got credentials. Yeah, well. We're just two bitches. It's like, look, we. You guys want to hear some scary stories? <laughs> Sit down.
0: <Yeah. laughs> Have yeah. a
1: seat, guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I found this guy. Because I'm okay. one of
0: the episodes. So, you're telling me you were searching. I was.
1: Okay. Searching. Sure. I can't talk I like know. that. So I found Jake Bird. I'm like, who the fuck is Jake Bird? Looked him up, was like, this is interesting. Okay, go for it. Okay, so we're going back in time. 1984. Farther. 873. 19. uh, We're going between 1930
0: and 1947. Okay, so really going back. Okay. We're,
1: We're really going back. Okay. Okay. Jake Bird was they claim he's one of the most prolific serial killers.
0: It's like, really? What?
1: Well I call bullshit. He prove got, me wrong, Michelle. He got convicted for murdering two people, a mother and a daughter. Ooh. But when he was in when he was um in prison for that, he claimed to have murdered up to forty six people. Fuck man. So if if that's true, then yeah he's a pretty prolific oh. serial killer. Mm-hmm. So, of course, once again, I have another fucking week where I was too busy and just going out and doing scary shit that I didn't take notes. But I do remember I've, I've got things in my head, stored story, okay. this Guy. <clears throat> so he was kind of a transient. Okay. And he worked on the railroad. Okay. So he has access of going... Here and there. Multiple places. Right, yeah. That's why... I'm assuming they never um, linked a lot more to him because we're talking You're to four- kill
0: somebody. That's the way to do it.
1: Well, yeah, we're talking in the thirties and forties and he's traveled state to state to state to state. Like yeah. they're, they're scattered everywhere. Right. But on October 30th, 1949, Jake bird, he was at the, this time he was 45 years old. He breaks into the home of a woman named, Bertha, oh, Clut, K L U D T, Clut, yeah, Clut, Bertha Clut and her daughter, and her daughter's name was Beverly June Clut,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he hacks him to death with an axe. Oh
0: my, how old were they?
1: Hmm. Wrong question. I don't know. Fuck. Uh, my thing does not. It doesn't say the age, but he killed him with an axe. And the police got called because residents around the house, they heard screams and they were concerned. So the police show up like immediately. Mm -hmm. Jake Bird runs out the back door and just takes off running. They capture him. So he's quickly caught. Okay, good. And his thing was, he was a burglar. So he was just saying he went there to rob the house and, these two murders were it just happened it was a burglar burglary gone bad right cuz everyone just hacks you up once you yeah like for one you're going to go rob a house but you have an axe
0: yeah like who takes
1: a, I've never broken into a home but I don't think that's one of the essential things you need in your
0: burglar kit no you don't take an axe you take a flashlight in a bag <laughs> maybe like a, a burglar you know yeah like your typical clip art burglar yeah ski mask bag Maybe a gun. And a fucking flashlight.
1: Yeah. I, it, yeah, so I, I'm i calling bullshit
0: on that. One of my stories does have something interesting about burglar, burglarization. Really? Um, yeah, so. Do they have an axe with them? Um, no, but uh, yes. What? Well, hold on. <laughs> it, just go on. It's weird, though, because it's the same time as yours. One of my stories is the same time. Oh, one of it's Jake Bird. Ooh. Maybe. I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I don't know. We'll
1: see. You, No,
0: mine, t- yeah. mine took place in Worcestershire, England.
1: Oh, okay. No, we're in America. Okay. Like Washington. Oh, West Coast. Okay. Yeah. Not the same guy. Tacoma, Washington. Is that him? Yeah.
0: Ooh. He
1: looks scary. Yeah. Okay. So he he murdered these two women. Okay. So I, there's not a lot of background on this guy. I mean, he this was the 30s and 40s, so there's not a lot of information you can find about him. Mm-hmm. So my story's a little short here, but he murdered them, quickly got caught. The trial lasted three days, and they convicted him in three days, and he was sentenced to death
0: penalty. Okay. So. Did they hang him in the gallows of San Quentin like they do everybody else? <laughs> well, before...
1: He, um, before his execution date, okay, he throws out that he has he's claimed that he's committed 44 other murders and he was willing to help the police solve them. Wow, this is right before he was about to die, so yeah, he could just
0: be saying that grain assault, yeah, Yeah. to prolong it, yeah.
1: Well, the judge granted him 60 more days.
0: Wow, okay. Because
1: really, I mean, if you can't, if the police can't prove something within that 60 days, then he's lying just to buy more time.
0: And then you're just going to kill him anyway.
1: Yeah. Okay. So That makes sense. they started out giving him 60 days. If they could prove a lot, then maybe they would have kept him around longer. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, since he was a transient working on um, the railroad... Oh, God, sorry. Oh, yeah. I don't know
0: if they heard that, but my brother's in the other room blowing <laughs> his nose, and it sounds like he's letting off fart bombs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, oh my God, that
1: just made me lose my train of
0: thought. Well, it's so loud in I here. Know. And it's like, how do you shake the walls with you blowing your nose? He's going. To, he's blowing all half his brain. God.
1: Anyways, he says he'll work with the police. They gave him sixty days. So. Police from all different states, all surrounding states and everything, they came to interview Jake Bird. And through these interviews, they established 11 murders. He he committed 11 more murders. Oh, wow. They, re- they linked 11 to him. But he was also knowledgeable enough about 33 other ones that he was considered a prime suspect in them. Shit. So... So he's probably not lying. He's probably not. He probably did kill all these people. Wow. It's crazy. Um. So they were able to mark a lot of these unsolved murders as solved because he just had too much information about it. And they did find 11 more bodies. And apparently the states, like this is why it was so hard to link him for everything, because he apparently killed people in Florida, Illinois, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky... Michigan, Nebraska, Ohio, <laughs> Oklahoma, South Dakota, and Wisconsin. So he was railroad everywhere. Everywhere. Wow. Just dumping them everywhere. I mean, I guess that's nice of him to tell them where all the bodies were at. I mean. Well, and he killed all of them with an axe or a hatchet. Oh my God. His choice of victims were mostly Caucasian women. Mm-hmm. And. Is he a white man? He's African-American. Okay. And that was the other thing about this guy was he kind of broke at that time. For serial killers, a lot of FBI they're profilers and stuff would yeah. just assume that they're white males.
0: So the the to majority like, of them are.
1: Yeah. White males. So to have someone like an African-American or a woman or something, it was... You don't hear about it. No, it does it's rare. <clears throat> so, yeah, he was an African African-American man.
0: Well, and I saw one time that um, since the majority of serial killers are white males, um, they, and this is kind of fucked up for our human race, but white males are more typically capable of torture moves such as, like, skinning and decapitation and boiling heads in pots and yeah. shit, cannibalism, whereas, like, if, the, if you have <clears throat> an African-American uh, male killer they're most likely known for killing their victims with a gun. Very rarely do you ever hear about them, like, you know, skinning or fucking... Hacking
1: them up with an axe or
0: hatchet. Right, right. (laughs) That is so rare that, like, he probably went under the radar for so long because he did not fit that profile.
1: Well, and it's like, I just sat there and named a good portion of the states. Like... Yeah. And there was... And it could be a lot more states because they don't... 33 of the murders he... He had enough knowledge about that they marked him as a prime suspect. So they didn't Mm. convict him of those, but... Yeah, he's everywhere. And that's scary. It is scary. So, they linked him to that. Obviously, the death penalty still stays. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, he... During this 60-day... They call it reprieve. Mm -hmm. 60-day reprieve. He tried to throw out appeals for retrials... Clearly, they were denied. <laughs> right. He did three uh, petitions to the Supreme Court. They were denied. Like, he tried everything he could to just stay alive. So, uh, wrong. Doesn't happen. <laughs> wow. But here's the thing I, I'll ask you that. Are you, here's where this story's interesting to me. Okay. Are you
0: superstitious? Um, <clears throat> I'm superstitious to the point where, like, if I, let's say if I walk under a ladder, I know that that's bad luck. If I see a black cat. Or break a mirror. I know that's bad luck, right? If I break a mirror for whatever reason, Michelle, <laughs> inside joke that you guys will never know about. No. Um, yeah, I would, I would consider that to be bad luck. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I kind of am superstitious. If I do spill salt, I will like, throw it
1: over. Or maybe even, like
0: coincidental shit yeah okay yeah oh i believe in signs and you know stuff like that so yeah i want to i'm
1: quick to throw out like if something weird happens it's a that's a weird coincidence okay okay so here's where this thing is interesting to me after he was after jake burr was convicted there is this thing called the bird hex the bird hex hex
0: okay so curse the bird curse <laughs> the <Yeah>. bird <laughs>
1: well after his conviction he was allowed to make a final statement and okay. this man spoke for 20 minutes
0: he had a lot to say and he had
1: a lot <laughs> and he he ended up representing himself or he wanted to he requested to represent himself because his he said his lawyers were out to, against him okay, Sure. well that request was denied And then he got convicted. And so now he has final words. 20 minutes. (laughs) And in that 20 minutes, he says, I am putting, and and I quote, he's like, I am putting the Jake Bird hex on all of you who had anything to do with my being punished. Mark my words. You will die before I do. Oh, shit. End quote. (laughs) Okay. That's the Jake Bird hex. And he's about to be executed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, crap. Hold on, I just lost my spot. It's just, okay, so if he's about to be executed, I wonder how long before he was executed. Like, how long do these people have to live? I don't know. Go on. You've piqued my interest. So,
1: Jake Bird Hex placed on everyone that had anything to do with this case and, like, fucking him over to where he got the death penalty. Mm -hmm. After he said this, Six people connected with that trial died. Immediately? Six. Okay. The judge, he just out of nowhere, um, he died of a heart attack. <sighs> as did one of the officers who took his first confession, died of a heart attack. Oh my god. And then the <laughs> others, it doesn't tell you how they died, but a police officer who took his second confession died. As did the clerk's Chief clerk, the clerk, the court's chief clerk, and one of Bird's prison guards, they died. J.W. Sheldon, which was one of Bird, Jake Bird's lawyers, he died on the first anniversary of his senten- sentencing. Wow. So, at what point does it stop being coincidences? Well, I'm wondering,
0: did they all die before he did? Yes. Every one of those people died before he did? Yes. Okay, that's fucked up. I thought you meant, like, they just died. I didn't know it was, like, before he... Like, this was after uh, his sentencing. Right. So
1: the judge died one month after he sentenced him to death. So he's still alive because he was granted a 60-day reprieve. Oh, that's right. So these people died. And then...
0: Interesting. I wonder... The Jake Bird hex. So if it's not magic... I wonder if he got a hold of, like, some people that helped poison other people, or if, if there, like, a police officer was in on it. Interesting, though. It was, it's That's just so up. interesting, little, weird little tibet of shit. Well, it's like, um, I think I talked about a hex, or, um, like the, I can't think of the, was it H.H. H. Holmes? I oh, don't know, there was some curse that I talked about a few uh, episodes ago. But, like, the curse at the Chicago Cubs... Um, Wrigley Field how this woman was trying to bring in her goat her pet goat and they wouldn't let her in and she was like I put a curse on you for a hundred <laughs> years you'll you'll never win. Well they won the World Series like what two years ago? Something like that. Yeah. And like a hundred years after she said that. You know, it just
1: weird shit happens. It's, like, it's weird shit. I don't know like I'm all for if something happens I'm like that's a weird coincidence and then it's, uh, the second thing happens I'm like That's super weird coincidence, but then he gets like three, four, five, and six, like what the fuck is happening? Yeah, yeah. Because who knows? Right. But it's just weird, so that's the Jake Bird hex. Well, then on the morning of July 15th, 1949, before 125 witnesses, he was hanged, and he's buried in an unmarked grave in the prison cemetery. In Washington. Tacoma, Washington. Tacoma, Washington. Wow. That's that's just a little information on Jake Bird. That's all I can find. Yeah. Interesting. An African-American serial killer that's claimed 46 bodies, used an axe or a hatchet, and he put a hex on people and six people
0: died. That's pretty intense. (laughs) Like... (laughs) It's crazy that you did that with like spells and hexes and shit. Because one of my stories, the the second one, if we have time, and I'll I'll tell it. There's some witchcraft tied to it. That's pretty fucking coincidental, I think. But um, uh, yeah, this
1: guy's it's he's definitely interesting to me. <clears throat> yeah. Um. It makes me want. I'll, later on, I'll have to try to like dig deeper and try to find something more about him because, mm-hmm. I mean, you kill forty six people. I want to know. I want to know more about you. Right. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of fucking people. I mean, that's more than um, Bundy. Yeah. It's more than Gacy. Yeah. It's more than Dahmer. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah, so when they say he's one of the most prolific serial killers. They're not wrong. Yeah, they're not. They're not wrong. We don't know about him. Maybe it's because it has been so much time. I don't know. Hmm. But that's interesting. Jake
0: Bird. Jake Bird. I'm sure the bird so hex the bird hex that's a bird, bird 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 hex. <laughs> 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 All right, well my sor- my first story. All right,
1: well fuck my story. Right, well, it's, let's well, move on. Look
0: how long this is. Go ahead. It's so long, and I really oh my want to god. be able to tell you the other. Oh my god, are no, you no, for no, real? No, no, I just got a couple other pages oh, mixed up. This is it. This right All here. All right. The, the only reason why I want to tell the second one is because it's super interesting. And it's, it's just, it's a lot shorter, but this one's long. Um, but so fucking worth it. Oh my god. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm on Are my you third ready? cup
1: of coffee. I'm good to For go. For
0: the mysterious Dyatlov Pass incident. <clears throat> good evening. Should I pretend that I don't know about this? I mean, I guarantee you don't know everything I'm about to tell you. Probably not, but I do. I do know the story. People know the story. But I've done a lot of research on this over like the last few weeks. That's why it's like, there's like five different colored ink pens. I just grab one and go. I wish I could just do what you do. I don't have time for that. I have to take a lot of meds to be able to, I, I'm paranoid right now. <laughs> like, there's There are consequences to me. Just I live and breathe true crime. So when I'm not, you know, if I'm playing with my kid and they're like, mommy, can I go outside? I'm like, oh my God. I this is my, this yeah. is my time where I can research. <laughs> well, yeah, but then I'm worried about them being outside. Because of things like this. Okay. Well, so go ahead. Um, all right. So this is the mysterious incident of the Dyatlov Pass. And for those of you who know about it, keep listening, because there are some things I guarantee you, you do not know about. The Dyatlov Thank Pass everybody. happened in January 1959 in Western Soviet Union mountains, also known as the Siberian Mountains. It was the mysterious death of nine hikers um, nine very experienced hikers. Um, it actually started out as ten hikers, eight men and two women. One of the men ended up leaving, um, making the group nine. This has been unsolved for over fifty years. So, to give you a little bit of background about the hikers, because these weren't just people—people people like you and me. Like it was. Yeah.
1: They know are, what they're doing.
0: Right. Um, so. 1959 in Russia, there was a ski tourism um, of experienced hikers and their goal was to reach the top of this mountain, um, which they ended up calling it Death Mountain. But in order to get to the top, it was a very high demanding level of fitness just to get you through it because the temperatures usually range on average to negative 15 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. That's on average. That's not even at nighttime. So it's fucking cold.
1: So is this one, like, one of the hardest mountains to climb? Uh,
0: yes, I mean, like Mount Everest, like Mount Everest is, and... it's difficult, but like you can do it. Mm-hmm. But like Death Mountain, and the reason why they call it Death Mountain, um, for one, it's horrible. Like it's a very hard mountain to to climb. But there is this is very important. There is nothing there for you to hunt. So like the local tribes that might live around there, like they there are there are no food. Like there's no plantation. Like yeah, plantation. Um, Plant. Plants and shit and animals don't grow there. Like yeah, it's you're just right, plantation. vegetation. Oh, right. I don't Fuck. Know. There ain't nothing there. Is what I'm trying to get <laughs> yeah, at. Yeah, we got it. So the hikers, and I'm going to brutal, brutalize these last names because they're all Russian. The hikers. The leader of the group was a guy named Igor Dyatlov. He was 23 years old. He was a well-known inventor, and he actually brought his homemade stove on the hike with them to keep them warm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Alexander... Zolotinirov, he was 38, he was a nuclear physicist and student, um, he was a hiking instructor and a World War II vet. Uh, Yuri Kravonashenko was 23, he was known as the joker of the group, he played the mandolin, he actually brought the mandolin with him on this hike. Um, he was also a construction student. Um... Lugmelia de 20 years old, and a previous hike was actually shot in the face by accident by another hiker who was cleaning out his gun. And even though her face was fucking shot, she just kind of held on to her face and just kept on hiking. Jesus. So we're talking about a bad motherfucker here. Yeah. Um, Nikolai brinitola 23, was a graduate, and um, he was a graduate of civil civil construction. He was actually born in a concentration camp. So, rough life, grew up 23 years old, experienced hiker. Right. Another guy, Rustin Slababadin, was 23. He was a mechanical um, engineer as well. And Yuri Donashenko was 21. He was a radio engineer known for charging down a bear on a previous hike. And the only thing he had with him was a small geologist hammer. Um, And he actually chased a bear down.
1: With a hammer.
0: With a geologist's little hammer. That's... Yuri Donashenko. Wow. Uh, Sunita Kamagrova was 22. She was also a radio engineer. On a previous trip, she was bitten by a viper snake, held on to the bite wound, and she survived and kept fucking hiking. So, well, I
1: mean, some of these things you have to do because you're already in the middle of a hike. It's not like you can just
0: go to the hospital. Right. I mean, you can... Well, you could wait for help and... Some people back, but they were just like, I got shot in the face and bit by a snake. Let's fucking go. <laughs> like, if I get bit by a spider, I'm going to like the little clinic and I'm like, help. You know, <laughs> like, I would not have survived this hike. No. Um, Yuri Yudin was 22. Uh, he suffered from what's called rheumatism, which is inflamed muscles, joints, and tissue. It's like, like arthritis, arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, which would later be actually something that he, he would later become thankful for having that. Rheumatoid arthritis. He was the only survivor of the group.
1: Well, I didn't realize there was a survivor.
0: So, Yuri Yudin, that guy that had rheumatoid arthritis, he actually became ill and his body started to hurt really bad because of rheumatoid rheumatoid arthritis. And he had to back out of the hike. Oh. Right. So, had he went, he would have been... had the same fate as all these other people. So, the group of nine then took a bus, a train a truck, a sled and horse, and then they eventually trekked on foot into the middle of nowhere in the Siberian mountains. Um, upon finding these bodies later on, which I'll get to that in a second, they had a, they found a diary, and the last entry said, quote, I wonder what awaits us on this hike. Will anything new happen? Qu- or end quote. And that was from Zinedeva Kolomogrova. Um, the hike to... Or sorry, I already said that part. Um, and then the last... Other di- diary entry from another hiker said, quote, It is difficult to imagine comfort on the mountain with a shrilling, howling wind kilometers away from human settlements, end quote. You can actually see a picture of the person who wrote this. I can't think of their name. I didn't mm-hmm. write it down. Um, so the search. Like, they go to hike, and their family, they never heard back from them again. Mm-hmm. So the family sent a search party. Weeks later, with no word, the search party finds the remains of their campsite, located on the side of Dead Mountain, just a few kilometers short of the summit. So what they find, this is fucking crazy, their tent. All of their tents were together, held up by ski poles. Um, The outside of the tent looked like it was in shambles. It was covered by a very thin layer of snow. All of the campers' belongings were neatly placed in the tent, and it had no sign of struggle or mess, aside from the fact that The tent had been cut open from the inside using a very sharp knife. So why did you cut it open from the inside? That's one of the mysteries, Michelle. All right. So nine pairs of footprints were actually found leaving the tent down the slope and towards the woods. The footprints were laid out in a very calm fashion. They were not running. They were just walking calmly. But why? On downward past the footprints, close to a tree... They noticed a poorly made campfire and found the two bodies frozen under the tree that were side by side. Both, were, both bodies were severely underdressed with no boots, no gloves, coats on, pants, or a hat. The only thing they had on were underpants and socks. That night, it was negative 22 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh shit. Right. So they walked calmly. They cut their way out of the tent, walked calmly down the slope to a tree, built a campfire... Almost naked. Why? (sighs) The tree. It was a cedar tree, and it had damage to it going up 15 feet high. All of the branches had been broken off 15 feet straight up as if someone tried to climb it to run or hide from something. The branches were all broken, and pieces of human skin were actually found in the remaining bark. Oh, shit. So, three more hikers were found dead, but they actually had their clothes on, minus boots, hats, and gloves. So, again, these people calmly left their yeah. tent that they just cut their way out of, not fully dressed. Well, I was like, because you probably took your clothes off to sleep. Right. So, something... So, something woke you up. Right. So, months later, the last four hikers were found 75 kilometers from the tree in the opposite direction of the tent that they found before. Um, one hiker had a fractured skull. Two had multiple broken ribs and internal bleeding. Injuries happened while they were alive, and the injuries were compared to the injuries of that of a car crash, which was not able to be done by any other human being. Holy like, they shit. were fucking crushed. Right. Um, like, they fell? <clears throat> it, it, it was worse than that. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I'll get to that. So, no way were these wounds inflicted by another person, but what had actually attacked them. This was an attack. One person was missing their entire eyeballs and sockets, and one woman was missing her tongue. The last hiker was found with a broken nose and a a deformed neck. Heads up on this one. The neck was completely twisted around and then snapped to one side. Holy shit. So, that must have (laughs) hurt. Because that happened when they were alive. So, the investigation. Three articles of clothing at the campsite were found to be highly radioactive Um, One of the coroner reports from May of 1960 said the cause of death was a, quote, unknown and compelling force with which the hikers were unable to overcome.
1: You know what it was?
0: Fucking aliens, man. Nope. What are you thinking? Avalanche? Bigfoot. Bigfoot? Well, hold on. Well, we'll, yeah. (laughs) So, the tongue of the woman that was missing was actually cut off while she was alive. The diaphragm and tongue were both missing, she also had 100 grams of dark red slimy mass in her stomach, which they believe may have been blood. Like, she just okay. swallowed her own her, blood. Yeah. Makes um, sense. The eyeballs were, cons- were quoted to be gaping orbits. Um, they're just completely empty sockets, skin full intact. Just both of the eyeballs were completely hollowed out. Gone. No oh, wow. skin, no tissue, no nothing. It's completely gone. Um, and they had all died just a few short hours after having their last meal. So the clothing that was radioactive turns out everything was radioactive, but on a disintegrations per minute limit that which may not exceed or sorry which may not exceed five thousand DPMs, which is considered higher than normal. So every everything has a bit of radioact- or radioactivity or whatever. Yeah. Um, and a notebook in his hand. The other hiker next to him was found with his fists clenched to his chest. Um, the film, however, was never released, and the camera went missing. What? Well, one of the cameras went missing. So, yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Like, they developed the film? They did develop the film. And they won't tell you what's on it? They released one... Uh, well, they released some pictures of the hike, but the other camera from the guy by the tree apparently took some pictures, and they nabbed up that... That's ...that up. film, and you can't see it. But they were able to recover one... Like, well, not really recovered. They were able to disclose one photo. The fucking which government. brings me to the UFO sightings. So, orbs of light were actually reported by soldiers and other hikers during that time of their deaths. The last picture taken and recovered shows multiple light sources heading towards their campsite. You can actually look that picture up. Look up Dyatlov Pass recovered pictures. Uh-huh. Um... There were also local geologists nearby who reported fireballs in the sky during that time of their death. Although no official report was ever conducted. But if you look at the picture of the, the, like, orbs, it's not orbs. Like, there's a little tiny bright light in the sky, and then there's a really big giant white circle, like, right in front of them. And at that time, like, they didn't have fucking... The kind of equipment to get up and down the mountain with headlights and shit. Like, it wasn't... And there were no tire tracks of any kind. I
1: retract my conclusion of being Bigfoot. It's government cover-up.
0: That's what I'm thinking. So, (laughs) government officials noted that no space exploration test sites were in that area at the time. And all sites that were being operated were top-secretly located, guarded heavily, and were not out in the open. So, nothing that was ever done by the government at that time. Oh, it's like they're going to tell you the truth. Well, right, but, like, they're also not going to have a top-secret base and then allow hikers to hike right next to it. True. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so what actually happened? <clears throat> what we do know is that something happened to scare them enough to actually slit their tents open from the inside, calmly walk into the negative 22 degrees temperatures, halfway dressed, to make a basic-ass campfire far away from their tent. None of that makes any, any sense. It's the shower water. Oh. Um, so the eyes and membranes missing as well as the tongue. There were no outside injuries whatsoever. They Could were it all be animals? No.
1: Like they already died and then an animal just kind of scavenged? No, every
0: bit of this was happened to them before they died, while they were alive. So there were no outside injuries whatsoever. They were all internal injuries. Um, definitive wounds found on the hands of men. Uh, pretty much concluded that a fight was ensued at some point, but with what and who, they don't know. There was nothing else around them, but clearly they had put up a fight. There was some kind of a struggle. One hiker, however, was found with stab-like wounds on her chest, but the cuts do not match any kind of knife or weapon that has ever been known to man. Something went through her, but they don't know Here we know go this fucking alien is. shit again. <laughs> Radioactive burns were found on some of the hikers, um, on their bodies and clothing. Cooked ham and bacon were found inside the tent, so no animal or tribe would have attacked them and not take their food or supplies. Um, Blood was found among, sorry, blood was found around all of the mouths of the hikers. Their blood.
1: I have another thing I can throw out.
0: Maybe. What if they did it to themselves? So, one of the things I thought about was like, what if they were all tripping on acid and had a badass trip? Well, I'm
1: thinking not that... We're we're almost on a similar page, but not taking drugs. But, like, the Russian sleep experiments, where they would keep people in chambers.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah,
1: yeah. And, like, keep them awake, and then they eventually just lost their mind, Mm -hmm. and they did horrible things happen in these chambers. Well, what if, like, with probably the the lack of oxygen... Like you're hiking up a mountain, so the air gets thinner. Mm-hmm. And you said there's a lot of radioactive stuff. Like maybe it's just this weird energy. Like it does something okay. to you and like they did it to themselves.
0: Maybe. That's a good theory that I have not written down. <clears throat> right. But let's talk about the facts. You want some free fall and free fun, fun facts, Michelle? Say that so. three times fast. Free Fallen Fun Facts, Free fall and Fun Facts, Free fall and Fun Facts. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, aside from the, the campfire, there was no other fire. No avalanche happened, um, which we were thinking, like, well, maybe it was an avalanche. Like, maybe they heard it, you know, rumbling, and then they ran out of the tent. But wouldn't they run out and not calmly walk out if there right. was an avalanche? Also, scientists in the, era, in the area were able to determine that there was, in fact, no avalanches at that time. Um, no other footprints for tribes, hikers, animals, nothing. It was just the hiker's footprints. You're just solidifying That's my, it. my multiple theory. theories are out there, but none have ever been proven. No one knows what happened, but the facts are fucking terrifying. So, my last page here, I have some in depth. <laughs> this is fucked up. The in depth Dyatlov Pass incident coroner's report. Okay. So, this is some of the stuff you might not be able to find, but I found it. I don't know where. It's just, it's on the internet somewhere. Um, so, these were some of the mysterious injuries. A little bit more in detail. One man's underwear were badly ripped in the butt area. <clears throat> His neck had earlier signs of rigor mortis suggesting that he had actually been moved after he was die- or after he died. So, he got probed and then dropped off somewhere else by an alien. Uh, I mean, if we're going with aliens, then yeah. Okay. So, that's odd. Ripped underwear, but nothing else was ripped. Um. Okay. So, the head burns, bruises, and gray foam were found on a cheek of someone. I forget the name. I didn't write that down. Fuck. So, yeah. Some guy had burns on his head and face, covered in bruises, and a gray, mysterious gray foam was found on his cheek. The cause of death? Hypothermia. Yuri Kronoshenikov whatever, Yuri Kravanchiko, actually chewed off part of his own right hand during all of this. Cause of death, hypothermia. Igor Dyatlov, he had bruises on his body and his knuckles. Uh, He was one of the men that were found, I believe, by the tree. Cause of death, hypothermia. Mm -hmm. Suniva Kulakarnova, she had bruises on her face. She was missing skin on the back of her right hand, and she had a 29-inch bruise on the right side of her torso. So we're talking, you know, the entire... She was thrown, clearly. Something big hit her on the side. Um, cause of death? Hypothermia. Rustin's body, he had bruises on his face. His face muscles had actually hemorrhaged, and he had a skull fracture. Cause of death? Hypothermia. Alexander's body... His eyeballs and left eyebrow were both missing. He had one bone exposed, and his skull was completely open on the right side. Ribs 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 all on the right side were broken. Cause of death, fatal injuries. Nicholas's body, he had multiple skull fractures, and his right forearm actually hemorrhaged. Cause of death, fatal injuries. Alexander, um, he had lost the eye tissue. His skull was exposed. And he had an open wound behind his ear. (laughs) Like a big gaping wound behind his ear. Cause of death? Hypothermia. Lugmier. Lugmier. I don't know the name. Um, He was missing his eyes, his cheeks. His nose was completely crushed inward. Uh, He was missing his tongue. All of his ribs on both sides were broken. And he had his tongue removed while he was alive. Cause of death? Fatal injuries. So... That is the curious, mysterious incident of the Love Pass. I'm still going with
1: they did it to themselves. You think? Yeah, absolutely. That's my theory.
0: Shut in the manila folder. Uh, I don't, see, I mean... I believe yes. that they tested their bodies and, like, they weren't high, they weren't tripping or anything like that. I don't know. I'm more leaning towards, like, there was some weird shit going on in that fucking mountain. And they were instructed to lead themselves somewhere I, and just lost look, their minds
1: everyone knows where I stand with aliens I refuse to go with aliens but I go with science yeah okay. and just the way your body reacts to certain things that's what I'm going with they did it to themselves and I remember before you tell your little short story mm-hmm. I had a conversation with you I was like I feel like I've seen a movie that kind of tells this story mm-hmm. I looked it up There, there is a movie about it, the Diatlas, Yes. Yeah? It's called The Devil's Pass. Oh! Yeah. And I think it's... I think i seen it... It was either on Netflix or um, Amazon Prime. Where did I put my... But uh, it's not about the nine hikers. It's mm-hmm. about... It's about U.S. college students read about your story. Uh-huh. And then they go out there to try to find the... Nine hikers. Oh, yeah? And then they never come back either. Really? It's called The Devil's Pass. I started to watch it. It's almost like... It's almost filmed like a... uh,
0: Like Blair Witch.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like a found footage type deal. Right. So I started to watch it a while back, and I never made it all the way through, and I never picked it back up. So I don't know how good the movie is, Mm -hmm. but there is a movie... There's a movie out there that could probably give you. A,
0: it's someone's idea of what happened out there to these so, hikers. with the the tongue and the eyeballs, though, like if they did that to one another, wouldn't they find the tongue and the eyeballs? Unnecessarily. Since there were no, I mean, there were no other footprints leading them anywhere. It was just <clears throat> they could have.
1: They could have burned it in the fire. They could have thrown them.
0: Yeah. They. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. That's why it's I mean, solid. it sounds weird from me to but <laughs> I
1: imagine you can get rid of some eyeballs and a tongue fairly easy, especially when you're on a mountain. It's harder than you think, Michelle, okay? <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm going with they did it to themselves. When you read stories about those Russian sleep experiments, oh, my God, the shit that hap- like, people did to themselves and that because of just being sleep-deprived, um, I don't put it past okay. a human being being I'm able to capable to do these kinds of things. Like. Yeah. It's obviously they slept and stuff, but it's just, you know, lack of oxygen. I don't, I'm not oh, a doctor. It fucks,
0: it fucks with you. Like, yeah. I
1: don't know what this could do to your brain. It could cause you to hallucinate where they thought they were seeing something. But really, like, I well, could be going through that it? and like, I'm looking at you, but you're not you. You're an alien. So I, I, I just, I cut your tongue out. Like I right. captured, you, know, I cut, you don't know.
0: I think I'm going to change it and go with that. That sounds like a very plausible thing that could happen. Yeah. Although, how do you explain the weird lights on one of their photographs and the fact that the government will not release anything else?
1: Well, I can't. It's just, I go with photographs the same way when people that are into ghost hunting take a picture. I just don't rely on pictures, especially from that long ago. Cameras, like, there's just overexposure. There's a, I, there's too many factors into why that picture's fucked up. Okay. So I never like if someone sends us a picture I'm like look at this orb in there I'm like that's, not, that's an not an orb it's fucking dust it's yeah. a bug it's uh, it's
0: dust right. it's whoever developed your film well you'll have to look at that picture look up the pass Pass um, lights in sky photograph and it's like it's weird it's the only one that they would ever release and just yeah just I just find it funny how they only released those few pictures and diary entries but where's the other diary like what else do people write about you know. Where where's the fucking camera? Where's the film? You know, yeah. how do you lose something like that unless you're trying to cover something up? Just throwing that out there. It's either they did it to themselves or it's a government conspiracy. Oh, absolutely. I'm a conspiracy
1: theorist. <laughs> I am not. I'm a skeptic of UFOs and ghosts. All right. Well, Case
0: I'm anxious first. to see what you think about this next story because it is so fucking fascinating. <clears throat> Are you ready? God, I am so sorry. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah. Okay. I'm this ready. one? All right. This one is called Who Put Bella in the Woodshell? Have you ever heard of it? Mm hmm. Okay. I think we researched the same shit. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, <sighs> April 18th, 1943, four young boys were poaching in the Hagley Woods, which is in uh, Worcestershire, or Worcestershire, England, which was at the time owned by Lauren Cobbin. Um, they were poaching. I feel like I lost my other note to that. Um okay, yeah. So during that time it was like World War II. Uh in Britain food was very scarce. Poaching was Ill- um was illegal, but they were actually on Lord Cabin's land trespassing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um when one boy or when they both stumbled or fuck, sorry, when they all stumbled on an old witch elm tree, and witch elms are known for their spider-like branches. Yeah. So it's like they're very obvious whenever you find one. Um, one boy decided to climb the tree looking for bird's nests to collect the eggs when he looked down into the hollow tree and saw a human skull. There was no skin, only one patch of flesh on the left temple and a large patch of hair that was stuffed to the side in the eye socket. That's it. it. Sounds like the guy that I
1: told the story about here in Ohio.
0: Yeah. Killing people and dumping them in the tree. Yeah. So, the boys freaked out. They stuffed the mouth. This is very important. The boys stuffed the mouth with um, this cloth that they had wrapped around this stick to, like, put the skull back down into the tree mm-hmm. because they were fucking terrified. So they tied it to a, the cloth to a branch, placed the skull back into the witch elm. They left. They were, um, the boys, hold on, I just lost my spot. Oh, yeah, the boys, um, since they were trespassing, basically, on Lord Cabin's land, or Cobbins Land, they kept quiet about the skull until the youngest boy got completely freaked out and told his father, which he then called the police, and it led to the police investigation. Right. So the skull, when the police got there, they actually found the skull, but it contained a fully intact skeleton so tightly crammed into the tree that local foresters had to come and actually cut the tree in half just to remove it because this skeleton was so tight in there. Um... They found pieces of rotten clothing nearby, a shoe, and bones from a severed hand that were found nearby. Was that part of that skeleton? Yeah, but the hand, her complete skeleton was intact, but she was missing a hand that was severed. Okay. So on April 20th, 1949, doctors inspected the bones and declared the remains were of a woman who was 35 years old, five feet tall, had mousy brown hair. And her death occurred 18 months prior, which would have been in October of 1941. So, a time for witchiness. Yeah, Halloween. You know? Right. Bella, or Bella, who they eventually named her Bella, had also given birth to one child based on her pelvic mm-hmm. examination. There was no trauma to her body, no disease. The only thing that set her apart from other corpses were the fact that she had very deformed front teeth that were literally overlapping one another. And the coroner caused her death or cause of death he said was asphyxiation. Okay. Um which is horseshit because the guys that the boys that found her were the ones that put the cloth in her mouth. Like they said that they did that and the doctor was like, No, 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 this is how she died. Well, it could be like strangled, right? Is that the same Right, but he said the cloth in her mouth oh. is what caused her death. Okay. So doctors concluded that she was actually put in the tree. Feet first, very shortly after her death, if not while she was alive, and that's how she died. She just got stuck and couldn't get out. Yeah. And the reason being is, if she had already been dead and then placed in the tree, rigor mortis would have not allowed for her body to be placed so tightly in that tree's trunk. So, the clothing she was wearing, that the clothing had fallen off of her bones, was of poor quality, very basic, average, modest women clothing, which consisted of a brown skirt, a peach petticoat, brown knitted cardigan, and a petticoat very five. cheap knockoff wedding ring. What? I said petticoat five. Petticoat five. Um, I wrote, cover up. Doctors claim she died from the cloth being shoved into her mouth, like I said, but the four boys stated over and over that they put the cloth in her mouth, but the doctors are saying no. Whoever put the cloth in her mouth, that's what killed her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, who was she? They started looking into... Uh, local dentists and kind of branched out <clears throat> to see if anyone had, you know... Yeah, because that's pretty... Right. Rare. To have your teeth completely overlapping one one another. No dentist came forward. The woman was obviously not local, as no reports of any missing women were taken at that time. So, six months later, people found chalk writing on a wall in very large letters that just said, quote, Who put Bella and the Witch Elm at Hagley Wood? End quote. So, by that time, she had a name. They called her Bella. No one came forward. Mm -hmm. No one at all. Could she have been a Nazi spy? Was Bella part of a, you know, witch coven or used as a sacrifice? So, they end up... (laughs)
1: Jordan. There's that
0: noise They end up getting this woman named Margaret Marion, who was a very respected figure. She was a university professor. She wrote numerous books. She was a geologist. She was an Egyptologist. Like, this woman knew her shit. Yeah. Um but she was really into learning about like black magic and stuff like that and she wrote about wicca and unusual black magic practices. So she says that Bella was actually a sacrifice for a cult at that time because her hand was be her, her hand that was severed and was found buried mm-hmm. could be used as a hand of glory, which is a dark magic practice. Okay. And what hand of glory is you take the hand from a criminal that has been freshly hung from the gallows, sever the hand, uh, bury it with herbs and salt yeah. and a couple other things, peppers, um, and then when you dig it up, um, yeah, you have to bury the hand with herbs and salt, leave it in the ground for a fortnight, dig it up to be exposed to sunlight until it dries out. If the, ha- if the sun is not strong enough to dry it out, you got to put the hand in an oven, and use the fat and oils from the hand to make a candle, which you then, <laughs> uh where did I spot it on? Um, yeah, you can then use the hand as a candle holder that if you're going to, like, uh, go bur- burglarize someone, you would use that candle from the fatty acids in the hand to walk into a home that you're going to burglarize, and the hand and the spell around it renders everyone motionless. They can't fight you. They won't wake up. They're sleeping. They won't move. <clears throat> and that is what the hand of glory is. So the witchcraft part. So you could just <clears throat>
1: walk right into a bank
0: if you have a severed hand from someone, especially hung like, from the gallows. Yeah, and just throw all
1: the yeah.
0: That's what they believed. So the hand, the spirit of the dead witch. <laughs> this is the other thing about the the witchcraft. If Bella was an actual witch the spirit of a dead witch could be prevented from causing harm in the afterlife by having their body imprisoned in a hollow tree. So her body was entombed in this hollow tree. Which, by the way, the tree still stands. Um, However, there were no signs of witchcraft in or around the, the tree. No animal could have actually been up. No animal would have went up the tree, down the hollow part of it, scuffled through the body, removed one of the hands, taken yeah. it out. There was no space and even if there was space, no animal would be able to get in and out of that tree trunk. Right. Um, the British would later on, shortly after the discovery of her body, would release slogans saying, now keep in mind, this is World War II time, we're talking Nazis, we're talking spies, British yeah. Army, they released slogans saying, quote, Tittle-tattle lost the battle, loose lips sink ships, and talk less, you never know. So they started wondering, did this Bella lady know something? And they killed her. And they killed her. Was she a Nazi spy? No one commented on that. Was she a Nazi spy that British soldiers maybe, like, had covered up her body? No comment. Files of a woman who was a spy who was actually executed with deformed front teeth, meeting Bella's description, were discussed amongst the Air Force pilots during the war, but was covered up by the government. Soldiers, years later, still, to this day, will not discuss Bella and the Witch Elm. They are, like, forbidden to, to like, talk about it. Her skeleton and clothes were taken to a local university to, to be studied. No record or location of the remains is available. They are, to this day, fucking missing. They're not missing. They don't have... Right. Like, <laughs> no one knows where Bella's We body just don't is. know where she is. Right. So, a strange letter arrived to the press in 1950 saying... That this woman, her her name was Anna, um, that she know she knew who the killer of uh, Bella was, and that the killer died of, of being insane in 1942. And in 1941, Bella was actually an illegal Dutch woman who went out drinking with a few men. She passed out, so they stuck her in a tree. And when she woke up, she wasn't able to get out, so they just left her there. And the screams and thought of her being stuck in that tree. Haunted them for years, so much in fact that the guy killed himself a year later. Um, it haunted them until their death. So this woman named Anna was married to the guy, I believe, who the she tree. says put her in that tree. So to this day, no one knows what the hell happened, who Bella is. There's a description of her. There's a picture of what like forensic scientists like put together as far as they re- they took her skeleton, which. They have the, the skeleton. You can see a picture of it. Although it looks really small. But if she yeah. was five feet tall, it's a pretty tiny woman anyway. But um, you can see the teeth that are like deformed. But the rest of her body, her, her hand, everything's The one missing. thing I hate
1: when I read stories, if the government's involved with it at all. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Because it's all... They cover so much shit up. They ha- I think... And they're never going to tell you anything. And they leave it to where it's like... It, I hate government shit like this. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. This is where my conspiracy theory <laughs> stuff comes in and it's like I'm not gonna say too much about it on this matter, but right. I have very strong beliefs on it. So I think what happened to her they is, probably thought she was a spy and they fucking killed her. Exactly. And they you're never was, gonna she know she was here
0: illegally. They thought she was a spy. They got her drunk, probably a little too drunk. She passes out. They probably thought she was dead. So they got rid of her body in a witch elm. And then she wakes up and she's stuck well, in the Well the sheer fact that you can't find her body
1: anywhere now and know what she's missing, bullshit. The That's government true. knows where she's at. Oh yeah. And whether they killed her or not, they they're a part of it. Mm-hmm. It has something to do with the military and therefore we're fucked. We'll never figure it oh, out. Yeah.
0: Um, well, they're hoping to find out where her body is at so they can do the DNA testing. They are gonna find it. Right. But if they do find it, they can do DNA testing and find out if she was indeed this foreign Dutch woman, who her, ch- her child might be. But who's they? Uh, I don't know. Ancestry.com? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, I mean, because they've probably
1: done DNA testing on her, but the government has done that. And they know who she is, but you're never going to know who she is and you're never going to find her because sure. they will not allow that to happen. You're right. And...
0: That's bullshit. It is horseshit. But that's... That's the case of who put Bella in the witch elm. So... Which got me looking into, like, a lot of shit that happened in England. I think I might do an episode on the Tower of London. That place is interesting as shit. One day. The, the Beast of Givadon. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. But... Those are my two stories. They're good. They're both mysteries. No one really knows. But I think... I think our theories are pretty much on point. Like...
1: Oh, Operation Private Justice on this end closed the folder on Dialov Pass. Mm -hmm. They did it to themselves. Russian sleep experiment. Yeah, look it up.
0: It's insane. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that was uh, that is our episode for today or for this week. Yeah. Yep. We'll be back next week. Uh, Don't forget to please rate us and share with your friends. It really helps us out a lot. Like, subscribe, share, comment. We're on... We're um, everywhere. We're everywhere. We we figured it out. We're behind you right now.
1: (laughs) (gasps) You can email us. Dead Academy Podcast at Gmail. Hit us Uh, up on Facebook. Dead Academy Podcast on Facebook. It's Dead Academy on Instagram. It's Dead Dead Academy Academy on on Twitter.
0: Twitter. (laughs) We're pretty easy to find. Yeah. Have any requests for upcoming shows? Let us know. We got a lot of stuff coming up on stuff that we're working on on the side, like I mentioned before. So... There's something you want us to cover? Let us know. We'll cover the shit out of it. I think since we record on Fridays, Mm -hmm. here
1: coming soon, Halloween is on a Thursday. I know. I'm doing a seance on Thursday. We need to do a Halloween special. I don't know what that is yet, but we'll find something
0: fun. I think some like really cool, uh, like (laughs) ghost stories. Like ghost stories that are true. You know. Yeah. Like the real Amy, Amy Deville horror case isn't that scary. Like, the movies are just way too dramatic. Well, it's drunk-sized. like everyone knows about that. And frankly, I don't give a shit. Like, if I'm ever <laughs> in New York and I'm in that area, sure, I'll drive by to see the house. But, like, some guy killed his whole family. That's about it.
1: I love how you just put it that way. I, I mean, it's
0: pretty bad. He shot him.
1: They, he still killed his whole family.
0: That's that's awful. Yeah, That's awful. But that's it. <laughs> <laughs> now, if he... I don't know, I was about to go super dark with it. Like, if he killed his family and chopped them up and then used their bones for a structure of another home, that's interesting. Then
1: there's the clear line difference between me and you. (laughs) I find it terrible that he just killed his whole family. It doesn't matter how he killed them, but you're over here like, yeah, he just shot them. Like, if he would have chopped their heads off, and then put them in pods, and then turned that into chili, and then fed it to everyone at the chili cook-off, and he fucking won, and he's Some wearing, he's wearing like, his wife as a dress, like, now that, that that's fucked up. That is fucked up. But I mean, You're right, it's fucked up, but to me, murder
0: is murder. Oh, murder is murder. But there are different levels of murder. There's different levels of insanity. Right, then it goes up to 22. Look up Dr. Michael Stone. <clears throat> And you will, and I, and you will understand what, yes, there is, murder sucks, but there is a scale of evil ranging from one to 22, 22 being like the toy box killer, fucking uh, Ted Bundy. Yeah. You know, but that's it. I mean, it's murder is murder, but on the scale of evil, the guy that killed his family at Amityville, I'm guessing he's probably like at a, you know, nine or 10 fucking, yeah. yeah. Charlie Brandt, the guy that we, I did a couple weeks ago, 22. Your guy, 22. People from Japan that Matt did last week, fucking 22. I'm um, yeah. I mean, just, just saying.
1: I get what you're saying. It's just, when someone, when you say it out loud, it.
0: Bottom line, friends, I'm not going to do the Amityville Horror <laughs> case, so don't even ask. <laughs> <laughs> like, The Conjuring, maybe. Annabelle doll, maybe. But, like. I search for the fucked up ones because it's interesting to me. Yeah. I mean.
1: Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you. Yeah.
0: So thanks but for listening. Yes, we really thanks. appreciate it. Hope you like this episode and tune in next week for more uh, true crime, paranormal, fucked Thrills, up shit. Thrills, chills, and automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> Thrills, chills, and too many unpaid bills. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right, but sister? S-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Bye.
0: Cheerio darling. Later. See you.